Welcome to Indisputable. I'm Sharon Reed in for Dr. Rashad Ritchie today. And we have a wonderful co-host, sense of humor, great insight, Francesca. She's laughing, don't laugh, it's true, Francesca <laughs> Fiorentini. And I was just joking with you before we started the show that, you know what, it's a name that's like Oscar worthy. It oh. really is. You're so sweet. Yeah, you know, it's a name that's so ridiculous that the sketch comedy group Kids in the Hall used to have a character named Francesca Fiore that they would make fun of because her name was so ridiculous. And yeah. my name is even more ridiculous because it's got the intini. Anyway, Sharon, I'm so glad you're here and to be on with you. Um, and yeah, there's a lot to dig into, I know. Yeah, a lot to dig into. Um, great mood lighting, by the way. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> begin though, Francesca, with an update. Uh, a teenager knocks on a door, simply looking for directions. Sounds simple enough, but he shot. And now the man who shot him is getting paroled, getting a break, if you will. Let's remind you how we got here. And Walker, again, just asking for directions. And this is what happens next. Homeowner, Jeffrey Ziegler, opens the door and shortly after opens fire. Takes off running, Mr. Mm. Ziegler. All right, so there you saw Mr. Ziegler convicted, shooting the teenager who just knocked on the door looking for directions. Again, the teen Brennan Walker shot by the homeowner, Jeffrey Ziegler. Brennan Walker was then just 14, 14 years old. He thought, well, I'm in trouble here, I need to figure this out. The Michigan man Jeffrey Ziegler shot at him with a shotgun. Thankfully, Walker was not injured, but the April 12, 2018 incident still sticks with him psychologically. He has since graduated, the victim in this case, from high school, started college at Florida Memorial University in Miami to study biology. He escaped bodily harm, but psychologically, again, it's still with him. This month, Mr. Ziegler has been granted early parole, much to the outrage of Walker's mother, Lisa Wright. She received a letter from the parole board saying Ziegler will be released on or about April 11th. State Department of Corrections confirming the parole board interviewed Ziegler, greenlit his release. The MDOC says he's been largely misconduct free while in prison, disciplined only once. For being out of place, kind of like the victim in this case was when he knocked on that door. Details of the incident on the day of the shooting, the then 14 year old Walker woke up late for school, missed the school bus. He then started walking to school, but somehow got lost in the subdivision as he attempted to trace the route the school bus would take on the way to his high school. 
Walker did not have his cell phone at the time because he was on punishment. Realizing he was lost, he knocked on the doors of nearby homes. The first homeowner gave him some directions, but he got lost again. And once he reached Jeffrey Ziegler's home to ask for directions, things turned more serious as he knocked. A woman inside started speaking to him through the door. Why are you trying to break into my house? Walker recalled the woman saying to him. The teen said he was trying to explain to the woman he was seeking directions, but the woman kept yelling. It was during this time Ziegler came downstairs with a gun. Wright suspected her son's race influence Ziegler and his wife's reaction. One of the things that stands out that probably angers me the most is while I was watching the tape, you could hear the wife say, why did these people choose my house? Who are these people? That set me off, Wright said. October 12th, 2018, Ziegler was convicted by a jury found guilty of assault with attempt to do great bodily harm and possession of a firearm in the commission of a felony. At his sentencing in November, Ziegler apologized after being sentenced to two consecutive two to 10 year prison terms for assault. Brennan and his mom have about 20 days to appeal the parole board's decision, something they are planning to do if the decision stands. Ziegler will have to comply with a lot of rules, including no contact with Brennan and his family. Francesca, when I first saw the footage, you know, because this is a story, again, it's been several years now. We figured Mr. Ziegler was locked up tight. But when I first saw the footage, what jumped out at me was just the lack of humanity, the cruelty. You have a 14 year old, it's just knocking on the door. And there's a Karen on the other side of it who begins yelling and almost like a setup. It's mm-hmm. like it was planned. Can we shoot a black boy today? What's your reaction? I mean, it's harrowing and upsetting. And you the way that Ziegler points his firearm, his shotgun at this 14-year-old kid, um, just like um, on some Looney Tunes, you know, Elmer Fudd hunting rabbits. Seriously, though, that's how ridiculous he looks. And that's clearly how he's treating this kid. And obviously, yes, you pointed out, everyone's pointing out the fact that he is a young black man, not even a man, a child, uh, has everything to do with this story. Um, right, I know the, the mother has said that Ziegler never seemed actually to admit wrongdoing, even though there was an apology. I'm gonna be honest with you though, this was a two 10 year sentence. So that's 20, I believe 10 year, 20 years if I'm not mistaken. And he did serve about five of those years. This is where my trigger comes in when it comes to really the necessity for um, some kind of harm reduction program, some kind of restorative justice, some kind of way that we can not just use the carceral system to obviously punish someone when they are in the wrong, but also retrain them and help them. Honestly, like I know it sounds pie in the sky, but get over these biases, this racism, trying to, and, and to say nothing of taking away their firearms, which I'm assuming this man Ziegler does not have access to in the future. So. Look, if it were in Florida, it would have gone down different, right? We saw mm. with George Zimmerman what what happens with stand your ground laws. I'm glad he at least served some time. I don't I can only imagine what the mother is going through, but I also believe there should be a second chance for this man to learn from this 
incredibly awful mistake. Yeah, um, and the word mistake, he he meant it, but I understand what you're saying. Totally, Um, totally. And there's several things that jump out at me, you're probably right. The sentence was two to 10 on each count or something. So after about four years minimum, so he probably served what would be standard, let's say, with only that one infraction behind bars. But at the same time, here is a man filled with hate. We can pretend that you know it was a little bit misunderstanding, breaking in, get out of here. And what mm-hmm. about the wife? Okay, it's very trashy, sick, prejudiced behavior. And I do think that being away from his family, because this could have gone another way, and I think they meant for it to go another way, where we'd have one less biology student in the world today. But I think that I would like to see him have a bit more sentence on the outside, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he should have to be immersed in something that surrounds him by other young biology students, if they can stomach him, quite frankly. <laughs> because I think you're right, not enough remorse. And I'd like to talk and maybe get your take on how the system treated this mother. You know, the victims, oh yeah, them. Yeah. What about that? They get a letter, Oh, by the way, here's our decision. Shouldn't they have been notified and we don't have that reporting so that they could weigh in? Like you said, an apology, sorry, I shot at your son, you know. So what do you think about that? I mean, I think that that would be a justice system that I would be for, right? A system where you consult the victims, where you speak with them, where they have to, if they choose to, they could potentially meet with Ziegler again and or, um, you know, be part of the decision making for what is constituted as justice and what constitutes allowing someone like that back onto, you know, um, into the world, right? We would we would say that with any kind of predator, you know, we would say that with a sexual offender. We would say that with a rapist. Sadly, we don't do it nearly enough, right? When it's attempted, like this was attempted murder, we don't do enough to make sure that they're not necessarily going to recommit. But again, I would definitely like to listen and hear from the victims. I think you're right about them being part of that decision. Yeah, that that part and the fact that this young man who was on punishment like a lot of 14 year olds. Um, right. But at the end of the day, he needs some support here. He, as he, again, not physically harmed but mentally still fighting with this PTSD. He deserves some deference here. Um, So it's a story we'll keep following and and we'll report on the family's appeal. They plan to appeal this parole decision that's in favor of Mr. Ziegler. You're a prisoner in a Russian prison. And I think it was a work camp, the toughest kind, uh, something about trace amounts of you know, cannabis or something. Brittany Griner is released, she's home and she wants to play ball again. She's ready, she's ready to play ball. And let's remember why she went to Russia. She went to Russia because they don't make enough money here based on their talents to support themselves. So after a harrowing year, Ms. Griner finally returning to the court, but she's gonna take a pay cut to do it after nine months of wrongful detainment in Russia and that prisoner swap. ESPN is reporting she signed a one year contract with her team, the Phoenix Mercury. Sounds wonderful, right? We wanna see her back in action, she is a fantastic player. But according to Business Insider, 
Reiner's $165,100 contract is a 32% drop from what she could have been offered last season, which she accepted, right? So she had the deal and then unfortunately, you know what happened? She got detained in Russia. She accepts that deal last year so the team could re-sign Diana Taurasi, the WNBA's all time leading scorer. She's a game changer and impact player, nothing against her. Griner, a two time Olympic gold medalist, six time WNBA All-Star had been making close to the max possible salary for three seasons prior to her detainment. Eligible for a $234,936 super max this season. And that's the super max in the WNBA. While it's notable for Griner to take a pay cut in order to bolster her team's roster, it's obviously points to a larger issue with the WNBA. According to just women's sports, Griner is only one of a handful of pro women's basketball players that are taking pay cuts this year to boost their team's talent or create what is colloquially known as a super team. This is how they get there. In this economy, it makes sense that even all-star athletes have to bite the bullet when it comes to financial negotiations. But for what it's worth, WNBA's league salary cap this year, 17 million. NBA's league cap sits at a cool 134 million. WNBA has long been trying to gain pay parity with their male counterparts. Incremental success, inching them closer, and we do meet inching 2020. WNBA signed a contract with the players union that offered a pay increase, fully paid maternity leave. Mm. Okay, (laughs) and a revenue split between the teams and the association, of course, still a very long way to go. So there's just so much to unpack here. She's doing what is somewhat normal, Francesca Wright, in the league. I take a dip here, hopefully I'll get it back at some point so I can keep this super team together. I mean, but, I mean, really? Diana Taurasi is not the one who was held over in Russia. It's insane to me because, and I know you might think it's callous to capitalize on the fact that you were in a literal Russian prison, maybe a work camp, a work camp, you know, to then be like, Hey, come back to the states. Maybe um, your star is risen. There's some sponsorship deals. You're kind of a you know a big a big deal. You're gonna get interviewed. Like you would imagine there would be if if this were Steph Curry, he's coming back to the states even more of a hero than he already yeah. is, right? Like so so that's number one. Um, and number two, look, the, the, can we talk about the like the let's talk about a lack of parity. The average salary for the NBA. Is nine million. You're talking. Le- you're talking one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year less than. And have you ever seen like NBA players be like, "Well, in order to get Clay Thompson like back on the team, you're gonna have to take a cut." Is that cool, Steph? You, are we gonna do this, Warriors? Like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. No, nobody does that. You use it to bargain against one another. You and your agents, you know, are are obviously in bidding wars. And if not, you go to another team. And it's just more broadly the lack of investment in women's sports in this country for all that the right 
yammers about how much they care about women's sports. Mm. We know it's BS. We know it's just anti-trans crap. And we know that they really don't care about women's sports. And if they did, there would be those deals. A lot of, a lot of, look, they're they're discuss, they're dirty capitalists, right? They're like, well, but nobody watches it. Why does no one watch it? Because you're not sponsoring it, because you're not airing it, because you're not licensing it, because you're not putting these players in our faces. And that if you part. did, if you treated them equally to men, you're damn right people are gonna watch and follow. Yeah, I think you're bravo. And and here's the thing, Francesca, they have a good fan base, okay? My yeah. dad lives out there, uh, my stepmom, they go to the games, they, but there's people who travel with the team. This uh, WNBA team is loved. But now that she's back, don't, don't you think that there's gonna be even more people? Raise the ticket prices. You know, I read where Deion Sanders took over for the, you know, University of Colorado, I believe mm -hmm. it is, correct me mm -hmm. if I'm wrong. And already, even for spring practices, scrimmages, whatever, they're seeing an increase. Okay, and people and fans who are buying tickets and the like. You're right. If it were my agent, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have any problem. I'd say, look, when you sell this deal, lead with the work camp. Let's start right. there. Lead <laughs> with that. Play on their sympathies because I deserve it. I'm the only one that was over there, detained in a political pawn, right? And you're right about Deion Sanders and Colorado head coach. Primary, I yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's incredible to me, and and I I really hope I'm glad they're unionizing. I think that's really important. Look, it's uh, it is it's no industry is safe from this push from workers and WNBA players are are again part of that. What we hope I think is like a revolution in how we're treating people who put in the work. Yeah, and you mentioned the right, because the other thing I thought about was, listen, $165,000 is nothing to sneeze at, that's good money. But we're talking about relative to the game and the talent. Some people believe that the NBA players who have been supportive of the women need to speak up, do more, even break off some of their money, who knows? I don't know how you feel about that, I'll give you a last word before the break. Uh, no, I mean, I, I think I think you're right, I think that Look, it isn't nothing is nothing to sneeze at, but like again, we have to look same thing with the in Hollywood, right? Yeah, Angelina Jolie makes millions and millions and millions, but if if Ryan Gosling is making three times as much, we should probably search for parity. And we and 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 ultimately, like, no one needs to be making that much money. That's my final. Thought. <laughs> Spread the wealth is what you're really saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. well, I agree. Welcome back, I'm Sharon Reedon for Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Francesca Fiorentini is with us today, Rebel HQ extraordinaire, our co-host. If you haven't checked out Unboss, what are you waiting for? What on earth are you waiting for? Because we love Senator Nina Turner, the corrupt forces in the government, the media, they're rigging the system against us. Tune in to Unboss with Senator Nina Turner, where the show exposes corruption, delivers truth, and talks about how the people can take back democracy. You can watch The Good Senator live weekdays, subscribe at youtube.com slash unbossedtyt. I just love her. Some of your comments now on the black teen shot and the man who is now released, or he will be, he's set to be paroled. In about 20 some days, the family will appeal. 
Um, here we have Mickey C, the silver haired dragon saying attempted cold blooded murder. If that hateful, violent racist was afraid at his door, what was his excuse for shooting at a fleeing child mm -hmm. aiming at the disappearing back? Yeah, if you're afraid on the other side, why open the door? Why does he even open the door and find trouble on the other side? Uh, YouTube now, Susie B says the woman should have received some kind of punishment as well. I agree. This Karen was the one who apparently, you know, stirred and spurred everything here. So why should she escape like so many Karens had before? Couldn't agree more, Susie B. You're on to something. YouTube member about the Griner pay cut. Again, the WNBA superstars back on American soil to be treated like an American. Less than as a woman taking less money, a pay cut. So one of her teammates can get a max deal. Um, Jessel, me post this. Some martyrs are valuable, so let's call it a super team, okay? Money person. Woke Dragon says uh, she made 325,000 in Russia. That was three times what she made here. Well, look what she got for it, okay? Yeah. Okay, uh, let's go to Twitch, black teen shot at. Yeetwood Max says this was a lost child asking for help. They tried to murder him, he should be in jail forever. And I gotta be honest with you, forever's a long time. And I'm with you, Francesca, that I don't wanna even pay for this. We can't right. lock everybody up. But at the end of the day, I need to know that, that you get it. And you're not gonna be bolstered by bloggers and people you know, far right. January Sixers, we'll call them, who say, "Ah, boy, you know, you did a great." Hey, we got to know that you get it, and I'm not sure he does. What did yep. he say to that parole board that was just so compelling? Or did they just rubber stamp it? You know, mm -hmm. that's my take. Again, though, the Karen in the case, the wife, boy, she dodged literally a bullet on this one. And so that's a perfect segue into our next segment. I wish a Karen would. You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday? You feel French. Back off! I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Yeah, you are. You, you're being selfish and being a Karen. I'm sitting here after an appointment. Yeah, sitting being a Karen. No, ma'am. Fat ass on a Karen. Pardon me? Fat ass. Pardon me? I can see the fat ass. This is not... An appropriate way. Be kind. That's it. The world. You are the problem of the world. I am not the problem. Oh I'm sitting in my car. Sitting in your car, taking a spot that you don't need anymore. Ma'am, I have been in my car for like not even five minutes. Exactly. Not you even five leave. minutes. And why do you need to be in a spot that you're done with? I'm clearly not done. You are clearly done. I, I'm. Your you don't face. know what's going on in my life right now, and you don't know. And I have an appointment okay. in this building. I also have an appointment in this building. And you're done building. because you're not in the building anymore. Ma'am, it is a parking spot that you are losing your mind over right now. And I would appreciate if you would just go and find another parking spot. That's, uh, that's as simple as it is. As simple as it is, is that this is what happens in the world. People go and then they send their car and they're on their little phone because that is no, the world. No, because you cannot because you use your phone. That ass. No. Yeah, lose some weight, child. All right, trench coat Karen, we'll call her dragon breath and all. 
wants the spot and it's demanding the spot. And if she wants the spot, you better put it in reverse because the world revolves around her and her appointment. And mm-hmm. she shouldn't be allowed to get away with this. Who is this woman? She's leaving no fingerprints. She had on those gloves. She has on the glasses. So she can just spout off and call people fat. How do you identify her? There's more. Righteous, seeking her own brand of justice, but wait, don't identify me. Okay, now I'm afraid, don't get the license plate. Uh, They'll find out who she is. Francesca, we've all been frustrated. And come on, if we're being honest, and I don't wanna speak out of school for you, but you've waited for that spot and someone's just taking their own sweet time. They're brushing their hair, getting some chewing gum out of their pocketbook. And you wish that they would, come on, you see I'm waiting here. Right? Yeah. That's what I always do. And then I remember, oh, wait, but when I was the one in the spot, I forgot they were out there too. But yeah, we can all get frustrated. But this Karen has to take it to the max, like they always do. And indeed, uh, Range Rover Karen, so perfect yes. what she's driving, right? She's so fragile and like, oh, she's all just dressed to the nines, ready to get mad at anyone who stands in her way from her, what, her like Botox appointment? Like, honestly, mm. this is just. It's just such like protected privilege. This is the worst thing that happened to this woman in years that she couldn't get a parking spot. I'm driving a Range Rover (laughs) and she walks up to this girl, this woman and immediately starts calling Mm -hmm. her names, immediately says that she's fat, that she has a fat ass, excuse me. And of course, in these videos, it's always on the person filming, i.e. the person who's being aggressed upon to remain calm. Notice that because they're dealing with someone who's clearly unhinged. This woman's in the video, she's like, Excuse me, please don't treat me like that. Please don't say that to me. You don't know my life. You don't know me. And yeah, I guess it's courtesy to back up and get, you know, go, you know, leave. But again, the I'm sorry, you guys, when it's your spot, you don't know anyone anything. It's your spot. You can kind of hang out. And you know what? In the time it took this woman to complain, she could have found another effing spot. So I got to say, Karen, uh, sorry, why am I calling you Karen? Sharon. Nothing to do with Karen. It rhymes with it. I wish a Sharon would. (laughs) Um, um, I gotta say, Sharon, I feel like though that second video where she gets out of her car and actually confronts this Karen makes me very happy because the whole time mm-hmm. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. how do you keep your cool, mm-hmm. right? Like you need to get out there and get a little bit of you know small justice for what has just been done to you. Yeah, I almost felt like the anti-Karen in the car was a little you know too cool. Based yeah, on, and I think you're right. I think. Trench coat Karen was late for an appointment to remove some facial expressions. You know, you only get 15 minutes. They start taking your 
I heard you only get 15 <laughs> minutes grace period. And then give they your say, appointment yeah, away. You know, yeah, give your appointment away, you might lose $50. Again, that's what I heard. Uh, so she was upset, right? And probably some man she had a date with said, yeah, I'm not gonna go for a second date, not that interested. And so yeah, she decided to take it all out on the world because that's what she can do mm. and it's sick and I think you're right. I worry about people chasing after this kind of, you know, but they're not even that crazy. For the most part, they're not crazy. They're just loud and ignorant. I'll give you the last word. No, she's just hot boxed in her Range Rover <laughs> with her own privilege. <laughs> you know when someone hot boxes their own privilege? That's what she's yeah. been doing. She's been <laughs> sucking it in and Ooh, everyone owes her odor. something yeah. and you're just like, honey, you need to take, you need to not stop. You get some fresh air, go on a walk. Yeah, I think it's wonderful, wonderful. God bless you. And I guess we'll see you sometime when you lose your job. We'll have an update on this one, I have no doubt. Literally, you're you're just throwing down your genetic line. For sure. Pretty much, you're just larping. You're yeah, you're larping as a it. European in America. If you had any actual like heart uh -huh. and integrity, hey, uh -huh. are you done? Are you done? What are you a Jew? Are you done? Are you Jewish? No. Are you done though? No, but I'm I'm saying the truth. No, no, hold on, hold on. I know. Are you done? I am a scientist, and you are wrong. Stop, stop, stop. He's say, say, say. Hey, it's done now. It's done. So you think? You stop that. Stop. No, that. you think? Hey, stop. You think? You think? You think hybrid vigor is a thing, bro? Film me, bro. Film me. Okay. Film me. Just stop. Stop that. What are you? What are you? What are you? Some SJW warrior? Dude, I don't know. Hey, it's done. White people are only only seven percent of the world's population. If we, that's me. And I'm part of that. And I'm part of that. And it's done now. And if we whatever you're doing, it's done. If we intermix, we're gonna become. We're becoming. Who gives up? Dude, I give a because we're the only creators of society. No, we're not. Oh, net, no, we ain't. Net migration only flows into white country. It doesn't flow into. Just stop. Exactly. Stop. 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 Hey, walk across the street. Okay, name me one black country that you would. Name me one black country that you would want to move to. Name me one. Yes, name me one black country that you would move to. This is my guy right here. Just go. Name me one. One black or brown country you would move to. Everybody moves into white countries. Everyone moves into white countries for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Okay, this is so vile, it's so, hi, I think I'll go out on a Saturday night and just be vile. Mm -hmm. Vile's my middle name, that's what's going on here. But let me pause to say this, the anti-Karen, I love him, I adore, it's like, right, I wanna cast this anti-Karen in like high school musical, the reunion part two. I think <laughs> he's just, the way he presents is, it just speaks to me. And the way he took the attention off of this, Innocent interracial couple, pretty cute too, they were, uh, and said, now, give it here, give it mm -hmm. here, your thoughts. No, and I think that there is privilege involved in that too, right, Sharon? Like, I mean, I think there is something to be said about spinning 
what the right says is white guilt and that you know the left is obsessed with white guilt and saying no 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 it is actual systemic privilege that i have and i'm going to use it in this incredibly heated and dangerous and scary and disgusting situation and take the attention off of this couple off of my friends who do not deserve this whether or not they were their friends or not right mm-hmm. and and that's exactly what he did and here this sad little a hole is trying to recruit him because you know uh because oh we can't intermix you believe in hybrid vigor? Look, as someone who is absolutely a hybrid, let me tell you, Aren't there's, we all? there's vigor. There's lots of vigor. There you go. So um, amazing that your master race is so put upon by the idea of mixing. Like, really, that that's gonna like dim it for you. Also, final thought on this: I love, I love racists and how they hate like intermixing and interracial couples mm. because. Do you know the last census shows that there is actually mm-hmm. more white people in the states? But because we only conceive of people of color as the one drop rule, which is mm-hmm. let's remind ourselves incredibly racist mm-hmm. developed by slave owners, that like they we only see the people of color, that there's actually more people of color. But no, no, those people of color are mixing with white people. Ergo, yeah. there are more white people. What's wrong with this country? What is wrong with races, Sharon? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but we should probably study their brains. It could be something genetic. We should show you though, his friends, what happened right before he decided to step up. Yes, no, race mixing was illegal up until 2000. Race mixing was illegal up until 2002. You're gonna give up 50,000 years of evolution if you mix up with this dude. Are you filming us? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But you, just, just look but awkwardly. You, just you, look awkwardly. No, you realize that race makes it's going to give up 50,000 years of your evolution, awkwardly. right? There's 2 billion of those people being born because of. Uh, Did you know that it's actually better evolutionary to like. Uh, no, 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 it's, no, it's not. I'm not going to talk scientist. No, it's, no, it's, no, it's I'm not. I'm a scientist. No, it's not. Actually, I'm actually a scientist. No, and I'm not going to talk about this. Literally, video. if you. Literally. Literally, you're you're just throwing down your genetic line. The fool. I, it's like I only wish they would have turned around and said, you know what? We have six biracial embryos on ice. We will implant all of the all of our children will be born. I mean, what do you say to some fool who just walks up to you out of the blue? You're looking cute. You're on a date. Your man's cute. Your significant other, whatever. And you got to put up with this filth. What is this? I'll tell you what. Um, I think he should have made a move. The dude in the in the couple should have just planted one on her, Oof. right? Like on some spinner around yes. and just give her a massive oh kiss. Oh my goodness! And just PDA. be like, take this. Like it yeah. just. I yeah. mean, whether or not, I think she probably would have been into it. I think yeah. that's incredibly both romantic and funny. And just yeah, troll him. You're getting triggered because we're we're of different races. Come on, what year is it? The guy's like, he's but Sharon, he's actually admitting that he wants to go back in time. Yeah, right. He's like, you're undoing. Uh, we have to undo the progress. And you're like, what? Okay, but but do you do you want do you know that actually the Earth rotates around the Sun? Is that gonna is that gonna flip you, you out? You mean too? it's not flat, Francesca? I had always been told it's not a flat. Okay, yeah, and that's just the thing. And when you say plant one on them, I it would have to be the sloppiest, 
I don't even know if you know the American soaps, like one of those telenovela types. Yes, you know where yes. this is just like get a room, yes. and then you can't stop watching. I think that would have been the perfect way to handle this. That plus the anti-Karen high school musical anti-Karen <laughs> and the way he stepped up. That would have been beautiful. But still, I think that this this conduct on their side um, is award worthy. And I know that Dr. Ritchie. Um, recognizes these people, but it does take guts, I mm -hmm. think, to step up in that moment when you are privileged and you're not the one being necessarily targeted. Totally. I do think it takes guts. Um, much more indisputable with the lovely Francesca Fiorentini uh, when we come right back. I'm Sharon Reed in for Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Welcome back to Indisputable. I am Sharon Reed in for Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Francesca Fiorentini is our special co-host today. Love having her here. Um, just some housekeeping, J.R. Jackson, the watch list. Don't forget to tune in, shares his take on the stories you should be paying attention to in news, politics, culture, current events, sports, and more on the watch list. Check it out after Unboss with Nina Turner. Subscribe to the show, watch live daily, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific at youtube.com, watch list TYT. JR always has such insightful comments. We love hearing from him. Now some more of your comments, TYT member Lynn says about the anti-Karen. Wow, I think that's the first time I've seen a Karen calling her victim a Karen. I was confused when I first saw the video in the production meeting this morning because she kept saying Karen, 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 and calling her fat. And I figured oh, this is weird. And as it played out, we saw who the real Karen was, who really emerged there. So I think you're actually right, Lynn. And then Lynn also says, I love that anti-Karen had on a troublemaker rapid shirt while speaking to the Karen. He did, absolutely he did. So yeah, and you know what, the costume change or the outfit matters in this case because you're speaking and using your voice, but also how you present. I think that was a powerful tool as well, Lynn, so thank you. YouTube, also about the Karen, Alicia Lynette says she had an appointment, but it seems like she is running late and wants to make it someone else's problem. Well, don't they always, Alicia, don't they always do that? Because the world revolves around them. So if they're having a problem, we all have one. And they insert themselves into our lives. Um, Sam Perfy Patriot says she mad because her hubby Jeff left her for a lady. <laughs> That's wait, why else keep bringing it up? Okay, I think mm. he's saying that. Yeah, you know, listen, I don't think we should talk about anyone's body, but since she was talking about someone else's body, I think you could be right, Mr. Patriot, that perhaps her husband did leave her for perhaps more curves. There you and go. Who could blame him with that attitude, right? <laughs> Antica or anti-Karen Arden Wolf says, "Oh no, the black guy is handsome and has a girlfriend." Yep. He was cute. He's he was so really cute. cute. Yeah. Quite yeah. in my high school musical reunion part two. <laughs> All right. And one more for you, Twitch. Uh, Tyt member agnostic sister. My fat ass would have gotten out and sat on her. Yes. And maybe that's just to calm her down. Just like, you know, you're a new mother, you swaddle a baby yeah. to calm them down. And maybe if you just plop down, 
Shut her up. Yeah, Give you sit a, down. Right. Go night-night, Karen. Reflect night-night. Okay. Night-night. You missed your appointment. Uh, so there's that. We appreciate all of you. We appreciate your comments as well. Uh, this has been in the news lately. Black television anchors behaving badly. Are they though? Or perhaps they're just doing what TV anchors at cable channels do, including the white ones. Perhaps you've heard Don Lemon, CNN, infamous comments towards Nikki Haley's age. TMZ has reported Lemon is on thin ice now with his network CNN was communicated to Don in no uncertain terms. The next time he insults his co-host or creates a toxic environment on or off the air will be his last with the network. Cuz you know, CNN doesn't tolerate that and neither does ABC. They run a tight ship. TJ Holmes, recent outing at ABC for being a distraction, misconduct, along with his co-anchor and now girlfriend, okay? Stop calling, by the way, the paparazzi to come meet you in Mexico and kissing each other. We're done, we're beyond the story. But anyway, Mm -hmm. TJ and Amy ousted TJ. Really, they dialed in on him and alleged workplace affairs. He had to go because it's conduct unbecoming. Now, one point to emphasize is that the following commentary is not in defense of Don Lemon or TJ Holmes' actions. Holmes' case, we certainly have been critical on this show about his actions, alleged. But the threshold of misconduct that it takes white anchors to get into trouble appears to be much higher than their black counterparts. In terms of toxic workplace, hmm, well, these two come to mind, don't they? Right? Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity. We previously reported the two discussing trying to have a Fox News reporter fired in November 2020. What was the infraction there? She publicly pushed back against the lie. President Donald Trump's election lies, according to a new court filing. They had the text messages, and these two. Wanted her fired. ESPN. Chris Berman, once an institution with the network's NFL coverage, okay? Berman had allegedly left a verbally abusive voicemail to Jamel Hill. And he asked his network at the time, executives, to force her to apologize for commenting about his lack of hair. You big baby, this is how sensitive he is. <laughs> it was about his hair. She says a lot of strong things. I happen to agree with many of them. But he got angry when she talked about the few sprigs left on top of his head. Mm-hmm. And he said, she better apologize. Network execs only stopped pressing Hill to do just that and apologize after she sent them the abusive voicemail. Berman would later have his sexual harassment claims made about him, which led to his departure from his NFL duties. Oops. Hair, sexual harassment, hair, sexual harassment. Uh, CNN's Chris Cuomo once prominently seen nightly, 9 p.m. on the network, accused by his former boss, Shelly Ross, of grabbing her butt at work, a party it was, in view of her husband. That's how entitled he was, right? He only lost his job, though, because he was advising his brother during his own sexual harassment scandal. His brother, the governor, unlike Holmes, who was fired from ABC. Not much fireworks. Cuomo said on a podcast after his ouster, after he was let go from CNN, he was quote, felt like killing 
he was going to kill everybody, including myself. Mm. Okay, so let's not forget about this guy though, too. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a, I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. <laughs> How phony is phony, right? <laughs> we'll do it live, okay? And that's not a one off. It's not a one off. Listen, Don Lemon, TJ Holmes, all of this. It's too much, right, Francesca? But at the end yeah. of the day, I find it fascinating that it seems clear that at least one of these networks, I think all of them, were actually leaking the stories on the black talent, mm. making it even worse than it, it apparently already is to make sure you, you're not only gonna leave this place, but when we're done with you, you'll never work again. That's really what they're doing here, we'll show you while in their midst right now, they have some of these people employed. Okay, from the stories I've heard at some of these networks, a lot of people are sleeping with people. Okay, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying that to pick and choose, it always seems to come down harder on the black presenter. Tell me where I'm wrong. No, and I think there, it, look, that's a smattering of examples that, you know, we could even go further, right? I mean, Bill O'Reilly, like, that is the least bad thing he's ever done is yell and say, we're doing it live. It's a memeable, fun moment, in fact, of Bill O'Reilly's career when he was actually um, sexually harassing coworkers and stalking them, calling them, leaving disgusting voicemails. And that's ultimately, let's remember, why he eventually did after years. I mean, who knows how long? doing that finally did lose his job. Um, so again, we need to be careful about not doing apples to oranges here, but it definitely seems like, look, a comment from Don Lemon about Nikki Haley not being in her prime uh, and a, a consensual relationship that TJ Miller had with a coworker compared to stalking, compared to harassment, compared to hoarding and lording people's jobs over them unless they sleep with you, that is very, very different. Jamel Hill is a perfect example, right? You have someone who who's, who made fun of a dude's hair, gets, you know, like who, who, who do the executives jump on? They jump on her and then oops, lo and behold, dude has been like sexually harassing other people in the workplace. You wanna tell me that ESPN didn't know that he was doing those things before? Come on now. So yeah, there is a double standard when it comes to being a person of color, when it comes to being a woman, when it comes, I mean, you guys remember, or I mean, Sharon, I'm not sure if you remember uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, yeah. right? Had her like sexual misconduct, which wasn't, it was inappropriate workplace behavior. I'll give you that. There was some not safe for work. Like she was showing coworkers, I guess, mm -hmm. nudie photos. I'm not really sure. Nudie photos, please, please that tell your grandfather I am also, I am okay. available because I'm a, I'm old now. Um, no, but like, like, and yet that's the same workplace when like all of this other misconduct was going on. Come on now. So yeah. it, it is, yes, there is one way to be. 
And that is generally you can get away with stuff if you're a, a white guy. Yeah, the locker room only applies to them. That's right. really what they're saying. And Bill O'Reilly, let's not forget the reported payout to just one. Okay, thirty-two sure. million dollars. What on earth did you do or say? I guess I disclaimer: no admission, you know, settlement, whatever. But I'm not giving you thirty-two cents, okay? Unless I guess you did something wildly inappropriate here. So I think you. You're exactly right. Um, it just strikes me as rich. It strikes me as rich that you know Don Lemon has got to be the worst to ever come through the CNN studios. I've never seen anything like it. And T.J. Holmes has to be uh, this the most you know unrelenting predator. He just is hunting women, and perhaps there is a measure of truth to some of that with both of them. I don't know. Okay, maybe I do. Maybe I don't. But I just think that. When you look at the television landscape, and it's just pointed out in this way about these brown men, somebody's got to say something. So we yeah. did. This is indisputable. No, nope. I'll give oh, you. Oh, sorry, last word. sorry. Oh, nope. I just real, real quick. I was just gonna say to your point. Look, CBS, according to like insiders, are saying that there was a rampant culture of of basically everybody sleeping with everybody else, right? And nobody says anything about it. And that at the end of the day, the company. ABC, even though they know, CBS, even though they know what's going on, they're gonna protect their own backs and behinds over anyone who's working for them. So I think yeah. that's the number one thing to remember is that they know what's going on, but as soon as they're outed about it, they're like, oh, okay, everyone's fired. Yeah, <laughs> right? we have to launch an investigation now. Right. What are you investigating? Yourselves? You know? Ooh, look, emails I've received. That's right, do the one, take a page out of NBC's book. They got one thing right, and sometimes I, Maybe peek at that morning show where the hosts are married. I peek at it, okay? This is Indisputable. I'm Sharon Reed and for Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Francesca Fiorentini is our co-host today. We'll be right back with much more. Welcome back to Indisputable. I'm Sharon Reed and for Dr. Rashad Ritchie. So many of you are really commenting on the last segment. TJ Holmes, Don Lemon. Um, one on the verge, perhaps, of being ousted from his network. Don, TJ already ousted for quote unquote bad behavior. Well, again, so many white anchors who embody some of this, and that's not even an allegation. We've seen some of the things that came out in Discovery in that Fox News lawsuit. Um, they seem to remain, they're untouchable. Um, so let's get you some of the comments. Seth Michael Dradinsky says, I'm not justifying Don Lemon's behavior, but the situation is a bit more complicated than it looks. CNN most obviously wants to get rid of him, but unless they fire him for cause, they will have to pay out his contract. They are setting him up to either quit and drive him into bad behavior so they can claim he was fired with cause. It's really an anti-labor dispute. I actually thought about that and talked about it with one of my TV friends from over the years who I worked with. I think you're probably right, Seth. I think you're right. It was clear to me when they removed him from prime time what their goal was. They're not a fan. And instead of just getting rid of him, they said, we'll do it this way, okay? Um, and he's not perhaps helping himself. So good comment there. Uh, P. Capo, what about Matt Lauer's years of sexual harassment mm -hmm. that finally got sacked uh, after years of covering it up? Francesca, we didn't even mention Matt Lauer. 
Okay. I know. I know. I mentioned. I, I was saying he's got a button. He had a button that locked the door on people in his office. Oh my God! Of course they knew. So yeah, that dude can be in the waste bin of history forever, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But it's a, who else knew? You're right. You're right. And then it's like, oh, we swift action. Okay. Can Hoda fill in quickly? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stop this. Uh, we'll give you one more. Um, Let's see, Bidden narrow, it took forever for Matt Lauer to get toppled. It did, and like you said, there was the button. Um, and it, it's funny because it took Matt Lauer, I don't know how long after he was ousted, but he got up the courage to, I guess, fight back a little bit. And he, he gave an interview saying, you know, something to the effect of like, well, I didn't rape, rape, you know, I just, I, I kind of just, I did some things, but not that. And I just think it's fantastically ridiculous. Um, but again, this is who we are. He got a record payout uh, mm -hmm. that, you know, probably because all he had to do was say, well, then we could just talk about what you knew too. So they paid him. End of story. Um, end of story. Just hire more women. Hire just hire women, you guys. Women. We don't do this stuff. I'm sorry. And you pay us less anyway. All yeah. right. So let's be real about that. Hire more women. Model. Wow. It's business model. You're no, right. It's, it's if budgets right. are tired, we'll and, save you. Know, you. We'll save yeah, you money. It's sad but true. Um, let's see. The former president who wants to be president again is, you know, I think he's got a broomstick he's riding on as well. <laughs> it's not always Air Force, whatever, whatever they call the retired one. Um, but he showed up in East Palestine. Donald Trump touring the Ohio town near where the freight train carrying toxic chemicals derailed. Mr. Trump decided to pass out. They need bottled water. And he passed out the Trump branded water. Okay. Is there really Trump branded water? Maybe. Watch this. Uh, especially thank some of the incredible people that uh, helped us because we're bringing thousands of bottles of water, Trump water, actually. Most of it, uh, some of it, we had to go to a much lesser quality water. <laughs> you want to get those Trump bottles, I think, more than anybody else. But we're bringing a lot of water, thousands of bottles. We really want the Trump brand. Didn't they have steak or something at one point? I believe someone tested that as well. And wasn't that the cut they promised. But anyway, um, during his event here, Mr. Trump also went on a tangent about college football. You know, it reminds me a little bit, I don't know if you remember when Ohio State was going to be playing football for another season, they were going to sit back and watch with the China virus or COVID, whatever you want to call it. And I called the head of the Big Ten, Big Ten football, I said, you got to get this football open. And they were great. They responded and Ohio State played that season. Nobody remembers that, I think, right? Does anybody know? You got at least one, at least one. You could be close, but by now you still would be close probably. But we got that open very early and uh, you had a great season of football, to put it mildly. So that was a very great honor, the Big Ten. And that led to the NFL and it led to most of the rest of football in the country. But you led it through Ohio State and Big Ten. And we got that done. I, I did that very personally. I called the commissioner and he did a good job. What are you talking about? And why are you talking about it at this event? Why are you doing this? Well, you might filibuster too to keep the focus off of what you did as president and how you gutted regulations that perhaps caused all of this. One thing Trump did not mention, 
the train safety regulations he gutted as president. He very actively did this. Amongst the biggest relevant regulatory rollbacks Trump has conveniently remained mum over is the 2018 scrapping of a 2015 Obama era rule requiring advanced braking technology on trains transporting particularly hazardous materials. That rule would have required compliance by certain trains by 2021, others by 2023. But as Fortune reported at the time, Trump's Department of Transportation decided that the cost of installing these more sophisticated brakes outweighed the benefit. The other rules scrapped by the 45th president were for recurring safety audits of railroads and the requirement of having at least two crew members board freight trains. Though the Norfolk Southern train that derailed had three crew members aboard. Political notes that in regard to the two member rule, the Trump administration claimed a train crew staffing rule would unnecessarily impede the future of rail innovation and automation. <laughs> Why is this guy showing up down there? Why are you showing up where people don't know if they can plant a vegetable garden, take a shower or do anything? The audacity. Right, the audacity and the privilege that you stand there, you bring this this Trump water. I want to know how much it costs. How much does it cost? And where do you really get the water? Probably got donated. Anyway, you show up there when your administration is perhaps to blame for some of this, and you say nothing about it. Why do people accept this blowhard mentality, Francesca? Why? Yeah, the blowhard, the grift, like you gotta be a massive POS Mm. to go to a place that is toxically poisoned and then tell people that you're selling your Trump water or that you're giving it out of the goodness of your heart. Remember, it's Trump water. This is like helping someone who is drowning with like, you know, a life raft that's like, hey, that's a Trump life raft right there, buddy. Remember that? You're like, oh my God, I'm dying. Like I like it is and yet this is what his base has been trained to accept and actually to even um laud and admire about him that he is an unrepentant selfish a-hole who will use any opportunity to sell you his merch including this one and yeah and the reason that he can do this is because no one is going to bring the receipts no one in that town most likely who is power um definitely not north norfolk southern themselves no one's going to remind you that it was thanks to Trump that these regulations and rollbacks even happened and that that's the reason that like braking systems, much needed braking systems on massively long trains that got even longer under the Trump administration that are carrying toxic chemicals do not have adequate brakes when something like this happens, when like an axle burns out, right? Um so so it's just it's so scary and it would be Honestly, it would be satire if it weren't so scary. Yeah, we don't know. I understand EPA's on the scene and we're the Norfolk Southern's gonna clean it up. We're gonna charge them triple damages, whatever. We won't know perhaps for many decades what this means for the yeah. people in that town, surrounding areas. You know, water travels too, by the way, okay? The <laughs> tributaries, everything. We won't know, okay? And it's gonna take an Aaron Brockovich type effort to try to figure it out and hold people accountable here. I just don't understand, I can't fathom why 
he didn't show up to jeers and rotten food being thrown his direction. Okay, he still has Secret Service protection. So he said, don't disclaimer, don't do that. Okay, don't show up and throw rotten apples at him. You'll probably he does be arrested. hate that though. Okay. Oh my God, Sharon, I don't know if you've heard him rant about the vegetables. They were throwing fruit. They had tomatoes. Seriously, one time I think protesters <laughs> threw fruit, and he's like, and he called it doing fruit. When you do fruit, it's very dangerous to do fruit. Um, That's fantastic. He was entertaining, let's be real, still is. But also, sorry to interrupt, so senile. Like, no ageism involved in this, but we all recognize senility when it is setting in. And I, to quote a National Review, again, a conservative uh, Mm. reporter who has just been looking at Trump's Truth Social um, tweets for a while, and this is not my words, this is this person's words, but called him, he is ranting like a crazy hobo. That's yeah. literally what he said. And I'm like, look, I don't believe in using that kind of language yeah. when it comes to the unhoused, but damn if he is dead, they're not He's correct. Unwell. He's, He's unwell. He's unwell. You understand? He's unwell. Okay. Uh, but we uh, wish the people in Ohio there, East Palestine, uh, well. And we do have to pay attention to what's going on here, not an orange distraction. No, yeah. no good's going to come of that. A woman who was so moved, compelled, caught on video. She is doing what now? Torching a gay pride rainbow flag outside a Soho restaurant. Finally, she's apprehended. This is security footage of the crime. And really dogged in her approach that this must be done away with. Names Angelina. Cardo, she torches that pride flag and admires her handiwork too, okay? Mm. She's also ruining vegetation. She's ruining vegetation and spreading hate, Francesca. You got can't hurt the plants now. Uh, it's a, it's just this is like just the saddest thing. It is so sad that you believe you're doing something righteous by like torching a rainbow flag. I, I I don't even know what kind of brain worms you have. I don't know what kind of free time you got on your hands driving away in whatever, I don't know, some luxury foreign car that you probably own that you were like scrolling on Facebook. You heard about the drag queen shows and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go light up this flag. And yeah, put people at risk, put the residents at risk, burn the storefront. And this is what the gay community and the LGBTQ plus community has been dealing with since time immemorial, right? Like this is like blocks away from where Stonewall happened. So let's just remember this is 2023 and the community is still dealing with this and we all need to step up and support. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. And here we have this woman, and perhaps the brain worms are, are fairly active currently. Mm-hmm. They may still be active because the suspect, Angelina Cando, age 30, was charged with arson, criminal mischief, both as hate crime. So they got it right for using that lighter to ignite the rainbow flag hanging outside Little Prince, a French restaurant on Prince Street. It was her third arrest in less than a month, according to police. And there was chaos at her court hearing. What happened? Well, she screamed, screaming her innocence 
Wednesday at a bizarre court appearance before she was led away in handcuffs. False accusations, howled Kando, who was held for a psychiatric exam pending a March hearing. It's all fake, let me free, he is king, they're lying. Kando yelled in one outburst before she was led from the Manhattan criminal court hearing. They're lying, Kando yelled in one outburst again. This was her mantra, quite frankly. Kando was also hit with three counts of criminal mischief, multiple graffiti charges for using a marker to scribble on a Manhattan subway platform, including a message, Jesus is king. She wrote that twice. The defendant who appeared in a suit jacket and handcuffs with her hair up in a bun, scrawled the same thing on two NYPD vehicles, according to prosecutors, very busy. Her defense lawyer described the hearing as an impossible situation, you think? Adding, he was not going to muzzle the defendant. The grand jury in her case was put off until March 22nd, pending the mental health evaluation, a replacement flag. We should tell you, celebrating gay and trans pride was hung at the restaurant Tuesday by City Councilman Eric Botcher, who represents that neighborhood. And I think that's the right thing to do. Get that flag up right away, put it right back up, replace it and show this is where we stand. She may, it appears, have mental health challenges, but her hate nonetheless, because that's what it still is, very targeted, Francesca. Yeah, and I mean, sadly, those brainworms have to do with her take on Christianity, right? And the worst take possible, if you ask me, just the most extremist ideology, one that is actually of hate. And this is, these are people who claim that their God is a loving God. If your God is a loving God, then you don't light fire to businesses, then you don't have hate in your heart for gay people. Right? Or is that not part of your loving God's, you know, abundance? Does he not have love in his heart? I thought Jesus loves all people. No, 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 no. Not if you're gay. Not if you're gay. So tight. Love it. Amazing. Jesus is king. Ye. Enjoy that. And that would be period. Okay. Enjoy. I don't know. Enjoy your king. Yeah. Bye. Bye bye. And we're gonna get you evaluated and get you taken care of. And the flag is gonna fly. It's going to fly, fly, fly. So you never hit it? You never hit the car? I said it tapped your wheel. It did not tap the wheel. That's why you got out the car. You you wouldn't be standing here with me if you did not. I got out of the car. What are you yelling for? What are you yelling for? I'm not yelling at you. I got out of the car because I parked so it so how, I can go so, inside. So how would you feel if I hit your car door and act like I didn't hit it? How would you feel? I'm not acting like I didn't okay, hit it. Okay, so I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I've had it happen to me. Okay, and so how do you feel? How does it make you feel? It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good, right. So I'm asking you to just be reasonable. You're acting as if it never happened. No, I said it didn't. I did not say it didn't happen. Okay, so what would you like to do, ma'am? I don't think there's anything to do. What are you planning on doing? This is my thing. It, it will be ruined. I'm sorry that I okay. tapped it accidentally. Okay.
I got more video. It's like talking to a five-year-old who does not want to admit they knocked over the milk, but there's nobody else in the room but them. Okay, here it is. I would just my foot got caught. Listen, I understand we are all human and things happen. I'm not mad at you. I just don't like when people try to flip the script. That's where I'm going with this, okay? So all I'm saying is in the future, in the future, just be mindful of how close you are and be mindful when you open your door that there is a possibility that you can hit someone's car. And then when you hit it, don't be so jumpy when they react. I'm reacting in the nicest way possible. I'm just reacting in a nice way. But I don't think you would react this way if it were the shoe on the other foot. That's all I'm saying. Well, I disagree with you on that. Okay, you want me to hit your car door and see how you feel? Well, I just want to see how you feel. Let me let me just hit your door real quick and see how you feel about it. Well played. You see, that had to be the nicest anti-Karen I've ever seen. She literally took the time to help the Karen journey to her own conclusion of responsibility. Fascinating. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, the Karenicity runs deep. Uh, not taking responsibility, upset that the other person is upset by their own actions. And once again, would never want it to happen to them. All right, Jessica, thoughts here. I mean, really a masterclass on how to deal <laughs> right. with some kind of, any kind of uh, problem in public you have with another person. Every Karen should just study this and say, oh, there is a reasonable way to deal uh, with when you feel wronged in public. Except usually when Karens react, uh, they haven't been wronged and they're fabricating something in their heads. Thank God she recorded this interaction because I'm sure if she wasn't recording, uh, we wouldn't have gotten this confession from this other person. Right. So really well done there. Very well done. And have a little fun with this one. I like chicken, burgers and everything <laughs> else. I like fast food. It's not what I should be eating, but it's what I do. <laughs> Pet peeve though, and I, I'm in Atlanta and I love this city. But when you roll up at a fast food restaurant, you look at the menu, you choose usually by number, and you expect the food to be there. It's not like the, the menu is huge or wide ranging or it changes. There's not a special of the day. It's Popeye's chicken. You know what's on it and you know your favorites and you wanna order those. <laughs> I want you to take a look at this, a drive through customer in Chicago showcased on TikTok. It can only be called the sorry state of affairs of their local Popeyes. Just listen. Chicken and chicken sandwiches. We have chicken tenders and nuggets, but we don't have no dipping sauces at all. We don't have no condiments at all. The only three sides that we have available is red beans with no rice, mashed with no gravy, and fries. Oh, well, we have, okay, we have, the only ones we have is mashed, mashed and gravy, red beans, no rice, and fries. And if we don't have no cups, we have drinks. They want now. <laughs> do you even have do you have chicken? This is incredible. Why is the sign still lit up? Is this a supply chain issue here? Okay, is ham no burger, peanut butter no jelly? Okay, this is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And I got to tell you, I've had an experience like that before. Everything we ask for, 
not have it your way, it wasn't that place, just standard things off the menu. We ain't got that, we don't have that. She said mash no gravy. And I understand on this program, Dr. Richie's very clear. You wanna treat people with respect who are in the service industry because you know what? It's a difficult job, Sure. made all the more difficult here, Francesca, because they don't have things that go together on the menu, okay? Red beans and rice with no rice. Right, that's what this I is heard like. It. This is like how one of my ex-boyfriends used to order Chinese food where he was like, yeah, I'll take the chicken and broccoli with no broccoli. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you need to eat your vegetables. It's just so funny, like, but, but Obviously, it's not. That was like, first of all, that was like a, a 30 second monologue she has to do before every single order, which is a lot, right? Imagine, and the, you know, the Karen videos that are coming off of when people can't get their, you know, their, their rice with their red beans. <laughs> well, you can bet that the CEOs of Popeyes are doing just fine and they haven't figured out how to source their sauces. Just like in every single industry hit by, honestly, this pandemic that we all, we just have shorthanded as, uh, I don't know, blame China. No, 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 no. Blame corporate overlords. Blame yeah, your uh, greed. We mm -hmm. want our sauces. We want our rice and red beans. Like we want our gravy. And and do that. Maybe you should raise wages so we can we can like act. People actually want to work for you mm -hmm. in this country. Uh, if you actually valued labor and your product and stopped opting for your seventh home in the you know the Cayman Islands, then maybe we could have nice things. This is probably where they are, and they took the chicken with them, okay, exactly. and the gravy apparently. But I have to tell so you, sad. it's not an isolated incident. It's not just Popeyes, and were they the ones that had that wildly incredible sandwich that apparently no one can get their hands on? Now we know why. I think it was them, right? Not the other chicken place. Mm -hmm. But I, I got to tell you, it's not just, and I hate to call them out because people have issues with them too. But there's a reason that the one that's closed on Sunday, they seem to have. When I roll up to get a milkshake, if I go, <laughs> oh. they have what I order. And then they take that day. Right. They take that day. They, they donate to anti gay causes, that. which sucks. There it is. We don't so like that. We don't want to promote them. But then there's the other guy. And maybe they're represented by somebody who wears those big red shoes. Every time my daughter wants a chocolate shake, you don't have the mix, the machines down five different places. Come on. There's a reason why I'm going to five different places, okay? You'll see when yours turns 11, but <laughs> this is a problem and you're leaving the workers hanging out to dry. Totally, yeah, that is, it is not easy to deal with an 11 year old that wants their shake, mom who wants to please their 11 year old and you're there like, <laughs> I don't know, this is my third shift consecutively. So it is not a beautiful sight in the service industry and there's no wonder why people are unionizing in massive rates. So. Keep it going, come on, Popeyes. Churches is gaining on you. Yeah, you better watch out. Chicken. I, that. I haven't had churches in a long time, but yeah, you're right. Uh, boost that that minimum wage, and let's get some more chicken, gravy, rice, and whatever else they were out of stock of back on the menu. Francesca, <laughs> tell people where they can find you. Yeah, find me on all the things at Franny Fio, F-R-A-N-I-F-I-O. Listen to my podcast, The Bituation Room, on all podcast platforms and on my YouTube channel. We love the lighting, the mood lighting is just, thank you. You nailed it. Uh, we appreciate you. Until we meet again, I'm Sharon Reed in for Dr. Rashad Ritchie. This is indisputable. We'll see you next time.